0: Hi everyone, last week I was talking about Why Pray. For those who didn't watch last week, I suggest you watch it because I know it's a word from the Lord. And today I'm going to deliver a different message and the title of this message is Why Meditate. Why Meditate on the Word of God. Our key verse is found in Hebrews 4.12, For the Word of God is living and active sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to the divisions of soul and of spirit of joints and of marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart let's pray lord i pray that we will begin to understand why we do what we do and why meditate on the word jesus name amen For the word of God is living and active. It's not dead, it's alive. It was written by men, inspired by God, whether in a vision, in a dream, or God spoke to their hearts and they began to write. That's what's happening when people are connected to God. But it's not just another book. The Bible is not just another book you find in the library. It is the word of God. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. Many of the books that you find in barnes and nobles or national bookstore or wherever bookstore you're going many of the books you find are are mostly in insp- some of them are written inspired by the principles written in the bible and they just expound on it but going directly to the book the book of life which i'm going to be sharing with you in a while is so important so why meditate okay why meditate another verse says the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that's written in it for then you will, it will you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success how many of you want to be successful how many of you want to be prosperous it says, do not allow the book of the Lord to depart from your mouth. It is referring to knowing this in your heart, because whatever is in your heart will eventually come out of your mouth. But it says, meditate on it every morning. No, it says, meditate on it day and night, every minute of the day that you shall be thinking about it. How, why? Why are we going to do that? So we will be careful, not careless, careful to do Everything, according to all that's written in it, okay? God is very detailed. And the more we have the word in our hearts, the more we can avoid all the boo-boos and the problems we have. Then you will be prosperous and successful, okay? When God, Jesus Christ, left planet Earth, you know, he was physically on Earth, and he walks amongst, walked among men and experienced life on Earth he explained to us he demonstrated how it is we should live but when he left he left with us the holy spirit and he left with us the bible you know the bible is b-i-b-l-e basic instructions before leaving earth this is an instruction manual for life it is a book that will explain to you how you're going to go about your daily living how you're going to go about your relationships and your work and finance and and everything else it's the basic instructions and yet a lot of people do not meditate do not consult many of them run to God when there's a problem already then they go you know when you when I bought my cell phone uh, I got my cell phone by the way I just got my new iPhone 14 uh, last week (laughs) true enough I realized I didn't read the manual I just got it out of the box and threw the box away and now I'm just using my phone Okay, But when I couldn't fix things, then I go to the manual. It's very, very similar with life, right? A lot of people go through this life without reading the Word, okay, without understanding the instruction manual. So the Bible is so important. Why? It's the Word of God. But what really is the Bible? You know, let me explain this to you just three things first it's actually the love story of god to mankind have you ever fallen in love with somebody have you ever fallen in love where when you're in love you know my son is about to get married in a few weeks and when i look at him and it's my daughter-in-law to be i'm so excited to see them because they're in love they love each other you know they want to be with each other and i'm so happy for them I'm rejoicing with God because God placed the two of them together. But they're in love. You know when you're in love, what do you do when you're in love? You talk to each other often. You know, you're in your cell phone and you text each other. Right? I miss you. Oh, you feel so good. I love you. Can I see see you later? You always want to talk to that person. You know what, what that is? That's called prayer. It's like when you're in love with God, you always want to talk to God, right? You always want to talk to Him. And then there's a part where you, when, they, when he, you know, my, my son would send a love letter to, um, to his, his wife-to-be. And, you know, and they'd love to read each other's letters, the love letters. In fact, sometimes they read it 10 times a day, right? It's the same with God. When God sends you a love letter, you want to read it. You want to meditate on it. That's called meditation. It's so important. Okay? It's very similar to somebody who's in love. I realize it's just like when you're courting the woman of your dreams. You get excited. You want to get to know her and read all her love. You're so in love with her, so you tell the whole world about her. That's proclaiming the gospel. (laughs) You tell the whole world about God, right? And then you can't wait to see her all the time. That's called fellowship. (laughs) So what is the Bible? It's God's love letter to you and I. And I can't wait to read it every day. I open the Bible in the morning. I read it and I realize, oh my gosh, this God loves me. The Bible is the word of God. It's God's love letter for us. You know, the Bible is actually the story of God. It's history. It's his story. That's where the word history came from. How God started a relationship with you and I. You know, he wrote there in the beginning, God created everything for you and I. He wanted a relationship. You know why we need to meditate? Because he wants you to have a relationship with him. He wants to take care of his people. He wants to take care of you. Okay? Okay, he, he, because he wants to show his love. Do you know that everything in creation is God trying to woo you? God trying to win you because he loves you? Do you know that all the, whenever I see the plants and the trees, you know, I'm looking at it right now, the trees outside, and I can see it. Every leaf was designed by God because he loved you. He made this beautiful garden for you and I to enjoy it's God saying, hey, I love you. I love you. Okay? He wants to give you every his love letter to you. This Bible is his love letter to us. He, he wrote it there. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll do everything for you. Every time you read it, you realize you're not alone in this life. God is with you. But you know, sometimes we live as if there's no God. You live as as if, you know, everything. Love letter. The second thing about this book, it's called the book of life. Yes, the book of life. The God kind of life. You know what's the God kind of life? It's the life where God provides for you. It's the life where God guides you. This book of life will guide you and help you. With provision and also this book of life the bible will teach you so many things that will bring protection to our lives protection to your life he wants to protect you from whom from the devil remember john 10 10 the thief comes to what steal only to steal and kill and destroy but i have come that you may have life and life the full this is the book of life god wants you to have a full life an abundant life how are you going to have an abundant life listen and meditate on his guidance meditate on his word it will help you some of you need provision you say god's not providing no he's always providing the thing is you don't know how he provides for you you know that there's 2430 verses on finance and money and provision alone but you don't know because you never meditated on the word. You know, it's me. Sometimes, you know, I have these things. I have a friend where he made so much money just doing it on his own. He works hard, had the vision, did this. I mean, he built a business empire. You know, a few years later, a few years ago, all his business went down. Got Somebody stole from him, bankrupt. He went into the world. He didn't take over his business properly and it, he collapsed, literally went down the drain. Okay. And now he's back, he's back in church and listening to God. You know, he, he, he drew far farther and farther from God. When his business started growing again, there's nothing wrong with business. God wants you to have provision. The only thing sometimes his provision becomes your God. Okay, and then eventually you collapse. God wants you to have it, but at the same time, God wants you to know that He loves you. That's why He's providing for you. It's not His fault that we go down. Sometimes He allows it for us to learn, right? But God loves you. That's His message. I'm going to provide for you. Okay, it's the book of life, it's a love letter in the book of life. Thirdly, It is the book of the law everybody say law okay you know some people hate the law you know when you talk about the law it sounds like somebody lording it over you it sounds like their power and authority to make your life miserable no law is not bad the Bible is a book of the law there are laws in this life there are rules there are regulations And we need rules and we need regulations. I mean, imagine if you're driving in the street in a highway and there's no speed limit, everyone's going to be in danger. It's not going to protect me. I'm going to be in danger. The law was created by God to protect us, not to destroy us. So what's the purpose of the book of the law? When Jesus wrote all the laws in the Bible, it was designed to protect you and me. The law protects us. He wants to protect you. We need the law. As a kid, you know, when you have, I have two grandchildren, and it was very clear from their mama and papa, you know, if you hurt your brother, you get punished. Because the law is there to protect us, protect them. Okay? If you do this, there are consequences. So, the law is good. The law protects us. The Secondly, the law gives us boundaries. I love boundaries. Boundaries are good. Boundaries are... Sometimes we think that freedom is living a life without boundaries. There's, I call them pleasant boundaries. That, you know, God gives you this Garden of Eden where you're free to do anything you want. Just don't step out of the boundary, which is sin. Okay? Which is sin. The moment you do that, it's going to hurt you. Boundaries are good because it protects you and keeps you from harm okay in a marriage for example god said do not commit adultery there are boundaries within marriage okay when you do that it's going to hurt you your family your children your grand it's going to affect a lot of people boundaries are good because it gives you it gives you um protection and lastly the law gives us freedom on the contrary, it does. The law doesn't set you, you know, gives you, uh, takes you captive. No. No, the law gives you freedom. You're free to roam around and do things. You can go outside the city and you are, you feel safe. Why? Because there are laws. Imagine if, there, if, if there's lawlessness. Are you going to feel secure? The more you're going to stay at home and be in prison at home because the law gives us freedom. You want the law because it will give you and I freedom for the right things, right? So I'm going to recap. The Bible is a love letter of God to you. Secondly, it's the book of life that gives you life. And thirdly, it's the book of the law that will protect you and give us freedom. That's why we need to be in the word every day and night so you experience prosperity you experience success because god this god who wrote this loves you and me